Sean, when I woke up this morning, I, I realized that I have a, a headache, and my head was, felt like it was just uh, congested and, and, oh, no. and, and, and allergies. big and swollen. I thought, is it allergies? And I thought, no, I know what it is, and I think I know the rem- remedy because it was just – I thought I've got I've got this big head, and so I thought I think I know what to do. But if you would let me take care of it real quickly, and then okay, we, then we move all right, on. Okay. fix fix it, Bill. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> so what happened was, oh, I feel you so much better. You popped a red balloon I, right in no, front of me. No, that was my head. That was my head. That was not my not. What happened was you had sent you had sent word about us receiving a particular. I thought it was an honor, and I was yeah. just thrilled about it. And I was thinking I was going around telling people that you know this has occurred. We're this and this on this list, and <laughs> and you know I thought, do you want my autograph and so on and so forth? And and, I, and I, as the day went on, I thought you know my head's hurting and hurting and getting. And I thought I was promoting and bragging, I suppose, which is not cool. <laughs> Woke up this morning and I thought, you know what, I'm suffering from a swollen head. <laughs> So I thought I know how to how to get rid of this. So um, I feel so you much better. You burst your bubble. I burst my bubble, but now I've come back down to earth. But I want to discuss our honor, and uh, I think it's fun, and I'm glad to be here. It's yeah, here we are again. I got a neat little notification the other day that uh, in uh, in an email, and that said we were number thirty six uh, out of sixty of, 60. of the best poetry podcast to listen to in 2022 in 2022 and i was like I, I was like what the what <laughs> i was like look at the you know i'm like and then it's like i wanted to call everyone said i've been nominated for an academy award <laughs> or we've been nominated da, da, da. Da, i'm like what da, do da. i what do i wear what shall i write <laughs> then that's hence the balloon popping yeah. you know i was like calm down you know, but it was just, it's you know we don't have to calm down. We wonder you can, you can stay up, right? We wonder who's <laughs> listening. We always wonder who's listening. Who might, yes. we might be reaching, mm-hmm. and that was just such a fun affirmation. That was cool, wasn't it? Yes, it was mm-hmm. so unexpected, and you know, often the unexpected surprises in life are the most fun, in my opinion. Most so, surprises are unexpected, but, but that's all right. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a, it's hard to act surprised, I suppose. <laughs> but you know, Sean, you always correct me whenever I say, the, whenever I state the obvious. No, you know? <laughs> yeah. no it just reminds me, <clears throat> just years and years of teaching. I used yeah. to have uh, students who would who would write essays of, and they, they liked the phrase, we as people, we as people should do this. And I just thought... Aren't all of us people? Is that I what you know. were thinking? I would love okay. to have an essay sometime that said, we as orangutans. Orangutans. We, we as right. muskrats right. should Bipedal <laughs> pull beans. together. Yeah. And I would sometimes write that, you know, above as people. Yeah. Or or muskrats. Muskrat. Or chickadees. Muskrat or, love. Yeah, I don't think they ever got it. My chickadee. Hi, yeah. everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Yes. Here we are. Let's we digress. You know. Yes. Let's we digress. Welcome to Wacky Poem Live. Wacky Poem Live. I'm Number 36. Sean. I am Bill. And we're coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, where we take a poem that someone has written or they've put together, because this one wasn't written by the person, I assume. It was assembled. It correct. was assembled. Yeah. Assembled poem. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that word. Dude. Right. Thank assembly. you. And yes. we, we talk about it um, because the museum's very interactive and people leave things in here for us to read and ponder. And that's what we're doing. Like you said last time, Bill, a ponderation. ponderation. I think that was last time. It was last time, time, a ponderation. Yeah. yeah, to ponder. So I we're going to do a ponderation on this assemblage poem okay. that we have today. And I was just, before we started recording, I was telling uh, Bill that, I was telling you that this is similar to 
poems we've done before, but it's just got words in it that I just love, and so I'm always going to pick something like absolutely this. something that sparks your interest <laughs> in your conversation, you know. And you can never you can, it's so easy to talk about things that you love and are familiar with, yeah. And it's always an interesting conversation because yeah, you're always trying to get other people to love them and get familiar with them too, right. or at least see them in a different light, which right. is what poetry is about. That's exactly right. Yes, yes. Well, shall I read our please poem? do? Okay. The lilacs bloom. Starts the day. The moonrise tells a story. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. It is lovely. Lovely. Yes. It is. You all can go to, if you're not already there, wackypoemlife.com, and you can see the photograph of this poem, and you kind of need to. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Because it's written on blocks, wooden blocks, and there's it's four different blocks with different phrases on it. Each of the f- four blocks has part of this poem, a <coughs> uh, phrase of this poem. And I had a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Maybe different people wrote different uh, uh, the, the yes. phrases. Yes, and I'm okay. going to tell you this right now. Okay. My, some of that is me. I can oh. tell that was my handwriting. Oh, here we go. Yeah, no we, used have, can... we used to have we used to have this um, big old um, coffee table with the insert gone, and that's what the blocks used to sit in. And when the very first incarnation of the museum ten years ago, it's our anniversary this yeah. year. I Yay. keep saying, yeah. yeah. Um, I <clears throat> I put a bunch of blocks in there, and to get people started, I wrote some words and phrases on some of them. Yeah, and then yeah. people added, but the 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 moonrise that's definitely my handwriting. Yeah, and I, I I will tell people I know I can recognize now which two are yours. But before we, <laughs> before we do that, speaking of anniversaries, number twenty. This is oh, number twenty. Today. This Bank is episode number episode twenty. Episode twenty. Twenty weeks. Yeah. Yes, and they've kind of flown by, in my opinion. They have. You know, we started it's in the fall. We started 20. in the spooky October yeah. month, and here we are in the snowy March month. You know, <laughs> we had we had one week of seasons in uh, one year of seasons in one week. You know, we had a little bit of fall, some spring, a dose of winter yesterday, a little bit of late spring, the early spring this morning, and yeah, yeah. we're in. A, we we had a fall spring, and now we're back to the third winter third here winter. in Oklahoma. Third winter, we keep things interesting. <laughs> my hands in, are, are cold. I, yeah. I can't get. Cold hands, warm heart, today. warm poetry. I think you wrote "Starts the Day," and I think you wrote "The Moonrise." Yeah, you're. I think you're exactly because correct. Because look at the H. Because those both look like my handwriting. And I see the. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, the and the. That's mm-hmm. a, that's the same person. That's the same. I suspect person. it might have been you, perhaps. <laughs> moonrise. You have a fascination with moons. I moon just. Rises I just and, love the, the symbolism of the moon. The mm-hmm. way it looks. The way it. Lights up the world, you know, you go out on a warm spring day or a cool summer day or a calm autumn day. Never winter. (laughs) Winter seems to not be calm. Winter never behaves. And you just go out there, and if the the moon is shining, no matter what phase it's in, and just stand there and – it's wonderful. It is. It's very. It is very calming. And And if you live in the city or anywhere where you're around – you know, electricity or unnatural light yeah. a lot of the time. Just get in your car or, you know, get somebody to drive. You just don't have a car. And get away from that for a little bit and get out. Get away from where the city Where it's a little glare. darker. Yeah, get yeah. away from the electricity and you can you can see it and appreciate it a lot more. Which yeah. People yeah. know that. But I'm just telling you. Tell, you know, <laughs> that is very true because I remember as a teenager, I went up to Whiskey Lake in New Mexico with my brother and we spent the night. Whiskey Lake up in the mountains of northern New Mexico. And it was night, and I was thinking, those stars, I feel like I can just pluck them out of the sky. And Mm -hmm. that moon was like a light bulb. It was just so amazing. Of course, we had some coyotes off in the distance, so I moved my cop next to the fire. But um, (laughs) it was so incredibly cool. 
So incredible. You, you don't want to get attacked whenever you're just trying to, I, to look runs, at the moon and the stars. That tends to ruin my ro- the romantic experience. Yeah, and, sometimes if a if a coyote is, is chewing on your leg, that oh can man, take all the romance out of it. That does take it away. Sean, there are a couple of uh, 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 words here that are related in, in this poem. Okay. The and this you'll find this interesting. Okay. Lilac and moon are both a feminine origin. Oh. Lilacs and uh, is of a feminine origin, and so is the moon. They what both does that have mean? Fem- I don't know. I think <laughs> I, 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 I think it's interesting that they were fra- that you found the that you phrased these to uh, place them together. And they both because I think that I think this has. Now a, I didn't place them together. Somebody oh, you did, yeah, else so, did. I'm this. sorry. Someone else did. But you you did choose this poem. <laughs> I chose. You chose it. a. But I thought this is interesting because it seems to have a very romantic. Um, I, I don't want to say feminine aura. I really don't. But it has a very uh, alluring aura to it. The mm-hmm. the phrasing of this. Mm-hmm. And I love the the name lilac. I like a lot of uh, flower, floral names. But lilac is just has such a uh, rolls off the tongue so beautifully uh-huh. lilac, mm-hmm. and you know I just felt that that was such a beautiful name for a flower, and I've always loved the the aroma of lilacs. Yeah. even though I don't I don't see too many in Oklahoma. I think, um, well, there's a there's are two gigantic lilac bushes on our the property where I live on the family property, and one of them I believe was planted by great great grandparents and it's it's huge wow. and the other one was on my at my grandma's house and it is also quite large and so it and lilac is one of the first flowers that blooms it's a bush really um in spring mm-hmm. so it it's a lot of times it's it's a symbol of spring and then i also think it's something that that people traditionally used to plant and so people uh, associated with, like you said, a lot of times with women, uh, grandmothers, mm-hmm. great grandmothers, and so forth, who had planted it, and they remember going to their house. I do, mm-hmm. and uh, and there it was in bloom. And I ride around on my bike in the the spring, and and I cut pieces of it and bring it in the house. A lot of people don't like bring a lilac in the house. It's really strong. Yeah, see, it, but I, I love it. I can't imagine being uh, having having an aver- adverse. Aroma because it's it's so beautiful. Yeah, honeysuckles, lilacs, roses, um, hyacinths. Yes, all have such gorgeous scents. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, a lot. A lot of the spring flowers are. are you wonderful. can often see where old home sites used to be by mm-hmm. uh, uh, Easter lilies um, or daffodils, mm-hmm. and then uh, blooming, irises, 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 daylilies, daylilies, blooming bushes, and you think, I bet there was a. The base of a home or that's mm-hmm. long gone. Yeah, the one lilac bush you'll have to look at it next time you come to the house, Bill. Is um, next to there's a pile of stuff. The the raccoons and the possums and everything <laughs> like to live in it, and that in that pile of stuff is the rubble of my great great grandparents' house. So fine. this lilac bush is pretty much we right need next to it. Get a metal detector it. out there and get some. <laughs> My dad has brought nice. me over some things from there before. Some yeah. you know old old pans and. And does, is, is this bush just sort of, is it self-maintaining? It's just it like, just, a, yes. I've lived this year, I've lived this long, I'm going to go yep, ahead and yep. just continue it's just growing. keep going. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spreading its aroma. Good. This yes. poem is um, is really cool for all the, the subject matter and the content you were pointing out, Bill. And it also has a rhythm to it, which I noticed. Now, if you're looking at the picture of it and you're reading it, and studying it like a traditional poem, it's seven lines long. Seven lines long. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Seven lines long, 
But it's really just two sentences. The lilacs bloom starts the day. The moonrise tells a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a it's also seven syllables per thought, per sentence. Okay. The lilacs okay. bloom tells a story is seven syllables. The moonrise tells a story is seven mm-hmm. syllables. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there is a name for that in English verse. It's called different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I okay. didn't. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Um, there's a. Um, <laughs> Well, one of the Shakespeare often used this in between his um, oh lines of iambic pentameter, which is normally like ten syllables. Mm-hmm. He would put some seven syllable lines in, and this in particular, the one I'm thinking about is from Macbeth when the witches speak. Okay, because he usually made them uh, talk differently. Fil- fillet of a finny snake in the cauldron boiling bake, eye of newt and toe of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog, adder's fork, and blind worms sting lizard's leg and howlet's wing. Mm, I'm hungry now, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, they got they got the juices flowing. <laughs> no, uh, very very descriptive. And does that a seven syllables line? Does that appeal to people on a subconscious level? I uh, definitely don't, they don't realize it. Definitely, it sort of hooks them in. I, yeah. I thought so. And that yeah. what this is called? <laughs> there's a phrase for it. Okay, catalectic trochaic tetrameter. I think there's one of those in my car. <laughs> I think I have one of those in that you know in these newfangled engines. You have a, you have a poetic car. Poetic car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next best thing. Because it is, it does have a, a a specific meter to it, but it's seven lines, so it's missing. Uh, in in uh, poetic terms, it's missing a syllable. So it's, okay. you know, it would be an eight um, four metrical feet, eight syllables yeah. traditionally, but it's missing one. So it's catalytic. That's what that means. It's missing catalytic, a syllable. Sort of like catalytic. Yeah. So you could get, get really technical with, with, uh, this very short poem that we have here as to the effect that it has. And like we said, I think the words and the images and the associations we make with yeah. lilacs and moon and story mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. important, but the sound of this. Yeah. Is is a key and, and to does lilac appeal to you because of the beauty of the flower or or the memory of the scent of the both, aroma? Because both. I think that I think olfactory remembrance, uh, the way we remember something smelling, is so ingrained and so intense mm-hmm. in our in our memory that I think that really mm-hmm. draw, evokes emotion. Well, I read something once that said that our strongest um, sensory memory is of scent. Yeah. We, so, we associate. Are, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what stays with us the longest yeah. is the, how things smelled to yeah. us when we were young. And I think losing that sense, you know, uh, would be alarming. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, as people have, you know, lost and regained recently. Um, I, I wonder about that with COVID. Does that yeah. mean that you lose your memory of scent oh, if you lose your present day? Uh, that's a very good question. Smell? That's a very good, you know, I always find myself holding a cologne bottle to my head and saying, my nose. And it's not my head. <laughs> Put this next to your head, see how it smells. And uh, I'm okay. I can don't, still smell it. Don't bust it. Don't bust it. Yeah, I've, already, I've, already, I've already popped my head this morning once, you know. Yeah. But I, to me, I find that very interesting. And mm-hmm. I'll, we have hyacinths under the tree. They're coming up. And when they bloom, I like to get on my hands and knees and put my nose in the, in the blooms. Purple hyacinths. So sweet. Let me, yeah. Since we're talking about lilacs, let, lilacs. Me, let me share a poem. Okay. This is one that... Um, was written by a former poet laureate of the United States. He's from Nebraska, and he lives there still. His name's Ted Kuzer. Okay. And I asked him if we could um, oh, that's read right. this poem that. on yeah. the air. And yeah. he said, sure. That's nice. He's such a gracious thing. Nice. And this is a wonderful poem. And uh, the lilacs symbolize 
something in the poem which you'll see. Okay. And it's called Father. Okay. And it's by Ted Kuzer. It's from his book, Delights and Shadows, Copper Canyon Press, 2004. Father, today you would be 97 if you had lived, and we would all be miserable, you and your children, driving from clinic to clinic, an ancient, fearful hypochondriac and his fretful son and daughter, asking directions, trying to read the complicated, fading map of cures. But with your dignity intact, you have been gone for 20 years, and I'm glad for all of us, although I miss you every day. The heartbeat under your necktie, the hand cupped on the back of my neck, old spice in the air, your voice delighted with stories. On this day each year, you love to relate that the moment of your birth, your mother glanced out the window and saw lilacs in bloom. Well, today, lilacs are blooming in side yards all over Iowa, still welcoming you. Wow. Wow. What a lovely memory. Yeah. 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 And so the lilacs for his mother symbolized him, his birth, you know, and this new life in the world. It's precious. It's kind of a gift to have something that is a reminder. You know, you you forget sometimes and you think, oh, look at that. That reminds me of this or that or this or Mm -hmm. that. Lovely, lovely. I think there's a William Carlos Williams poem, too. I don't know if it's about lilacs, but there's a... The Widow's Lament in Springtime is the name of it. And he yeah. looks out and uh, he sees a patch of, it may have been lilacs, patch of flowers, and uh, reminds him of Well, I his hope Mr. Cooser is listening love. to this. And, you know, I ho- I, maybe you sent the link. And <laughs> Thanks, admit, Mr. Cooser. Yeah, thank you very much for, you know, uh, writing that and letting us share that. That would be nice, that would, you know, for, for him mm-hmm. to be listening. I read something that said that lilacs have the shortest bloom time, only three weeks. To me, that's pretty long. It seems like it's long for, you know, because they rotate blooms perhaps. Mm -hmm. And they have kind of this heart-shaped leaf, from what I remember, kind of a woody stem. Yeah, I read that they were a relative of the olive tree. I did. I read that as well. Yeah, which I I didn't know, and that makes sense. I've got an olive tree right out here in the lobby of the museum. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. We'll have to plant some lilacs in the garden back here, perhaps some, you know. To have, uh, I have to look into that. Maybe I can do a graft or a cutting or something. Wouldn't that be nice? From, yeah. Kind of have a, some scents and uh, attract some butterflies and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I like having scents. Yeah. I like making scents. You know, making scents, making scents. <laughs> I, re- I recall as a, as a child, you know, my father would get up and early to go to work, and, and I would still be in bed. He would be long gone uh, when I would wake up, and I'd go in the bathroom, and the smell of menin's Menin cologne mm-hmm. would, would linger in the air. He always used menin. <laughs> menin, I high, remember that. The high dollar stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, he, after shaving, he would put that on his face after uh-huh. shaving, and it had a lingering uh, aroma. <laughs> yeah, like like uh, in Ted Kuzer's poem, the Old Spice. The Old Spice. That's that, another one that, a lot of people remember. <laughs> I, I can I can pull it up right now. It's roll the thing up right now. What about Old, high karate? High karate. You remember that? High karate canoe canoe. <laughs> yeah. When I was when I was three or four or five, my brothers gave me a bottle of Roman cherry, Roman <laughs> cherry, and I now I know why you gave it to that me. That sounds like vodka or well, something. It, it was cologne. Would, it was cologne. It probably would have been better used as a as a <laughs> cocktail or as. But I, now I know why they gave that to me because it was. Uh, I don't think it attracted many women. So. <laughs> Roman cherry. Yeah. Well, they knew the kind to give you. Then it sounds like to me. And I wore. I wore. I splashed it everywhere, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, Bill. Who shall be there, Sean? Liar. Lilac. Yeah. Oh, lilac who? 
Lie like that again, and we aren't talking anymore. <laughs> miss, up the, miss up the joke again, about, and we'll be done. I'm not ruining that joke. <laughs> you know, jokes that are messed up. Jokes that are messed up, but the punchline is misgiven, are the funniest. It's funnier often than than the joke itself. Are they really? Is anybody? Are y'all laughing out there? Anybody laughing? I think you are because we wouldn't be number thirty six if if you were not. You know, someone's we, got to be laughing. We'd be or, down there at fifty seven or fifty eight, or yeah. not even on, not even in the top. We'll, we'll even take an eye roll or two. We don't care. <laughs> we do not care because I will always keep guessing at these jokes. I, I need, I need to keep, you know, because I'm keeps me going. I'll guess these punches. I'll get it right one of these days. Yeah, I sure will. So I a lot sure of stuff about lilacs, and we talked a lot about moon, the moon in recent episodes. And but you know what? I looked up moonrise. Moonrise. And the, there was nothing really there that caught my attention, but I did notice that. The words that were before and after moonrise kind of caught my eye. Moon rat. Moon rat. Ooh. And moon roof. Moon roof. Oh, moon roof, yes. I used to have a moon roof on, on, on one of my cars. Yeah. Well, what's the definition of a moon roof? Well, and why can't you see the sun out of a moon roof? Can't you see the sun <laughs> at the same time? Because I thought, close it up. It's a moon roof. Do you know what Opens the definition up. of a moon roof is? Moon roof. Uh, no, tell me. It, no. This is exactly from the dictionary. Okay. A glass sunroof. Okay, but isn't a sunroof a glass, a glass roof? Thing? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to rationalize. I know. I couldn't yeah. figure it out. That's what it says. It makes me think. Are sunglasses also moon glasses? Right, right. I guess it, it's harder to see them <laughs> through them at night, perhaps. If I a, wear a, a sundress, is it also a moon dress? Not. If you wear a sundress at night, it's probably a moon dress. And, and you don't want to be mooning anybody in that dress. <laughs> Because that's a different podcast. So. <laughs> that's, our a, that'd be a that's, that'd our be, that's our after hours. That's our after hours podcast. That's our after hours, which you will, you know, find out about that. That's for the adults only. What's it called? <laughs> moon dress. <laughs> moon dress. Yeah, yeah. Moonshots. <laughs> Moonshots. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. Coming yeah. soon. You know, I coming soon. Late night. Late to night. Your. Yeah. 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 Whatever you're listening on, yeah. moondress. Oh my, yeah. Moonshine. Yeah, moonshine, moondress. Moonshine. And also, can you drink? Is moon- sun is is sunshine the same as moonshine? Well, can you drink moonshine during the day? Can you drink moonshine? I don't know. I think that there, you know, and liquid sunshine. <laughs> I that, have. that sounds like it would be a nice cocktail. You know, if so. you wear a sun bonnet, can it also be a moon, moon bonnet? bonnet? Probably so. You wouldn't need to shade as much of the moon's. Glow, perhaps. Is sun glow the same as moon glow? Yeah, it's a little, little more harsh. Can you use moonscreen on your skin? <laughs> Get that moonscreen on. It's bright tonight. Goodness gracious. Those yeah. questions and more we yeah. will answer for you. And are these, are these freckles on, on my hand, are they moon spots? <laughs> but do you ever notice, Sean? Uh, Is the sun porch the same thing as the moon porch? Um, the moon porches Can you are, sit out there on the moon? Moon porches the, are really small. <laughs> They're really very small. So a sun porch and the moon porch aren't the same thing. I think moon porch is on the back of the house. Sun porch is on the front of the house. Really? I don't. I'm just making that up. <laughs> <laughs> my nose is growing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my. We get, we are carried away at this point, folks. <laughs> Early Saturday morning. But do you notice, or do you kind of enjoy when you wake up in the morning, like I'm taking the dogs for a walk, and the sun's already kind of nicely rising. I'll look and I'll see a moon nicely in the mm-hmm, sky. Mm-hmm. I th- I've always thought that that's unusual to be able to see both planets. Mm-hmm. Is the sun a planet? 
The moon, the moon is a moon. It's a satellite. The sun's planet. a sun. The sun, the sun, is, the sun <laughs> is a star. Forgive me. I knew that. The sun's a star. But when, as a child, I used to think that. The sun know, is a star. The sun is a star. Right. Um, I think it's a star. But um, <laughs> I used to think as a child, I thought, man, that moon gets hot during the day. Because I thought the moon and the sun were the same thing. It just sort of burst uh, into flame during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was a smart. I was a smart child. Obviously, as you can tell. You just yeah. like transforming things. I, so I do. Yes, I do. You just saw that the sun would transform. It's in the sky, which is know? cool. Yeah. Okay. Now the other word in this, we talked about lilacs. Talked about moon, sort of. <laughs> right. We gave we gave moon a. <laughs> it's story. Lights. Story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love a story. Yes, you do love a story. Yeah. And. The music that started this podcast is called Once Upon a Time. It's from an old musical called All American. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's uh, different versions of of the, the song out there, but I'm playing it on the organ. <laughs> oh. See, now uh, I get Anthony, it. Anthony what, Bennett. Is that right? Am I saying his name T- right? Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yes. Tony uh, Bennett. Bobby Darren. Andy Williams. They all had versions of this of this song. Interesting. Yeah. Once hmm. upon a time. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. I Any, think a lot of songs that tell stories are just you know. And I'm sure you've read many stories as a child. Once upon a time, and then it's yeah. like, oh, what's coming next? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that, Bill. What? Once. Once. Oh, are we gonna say it? Are we gonna say it together? Well, let's let's do. Um, Oh, I, I forgot to bring them, but I'm I'm going to bring them up. Let's do little. Um, uh, st- I've got some story starters. I see. So let's tell a story. Yeah. With those yeah. story starters. So okay. you start. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Uh, there was a lilac bush that glowed at night. Every day, I would stop to see how bright that glow was. One but day, one but one day I chose to clip one of the blooms and bring it inside. Because of that, my house was filled with a pleasant aroma. Because of that, my house was also filled with a glow that I could not explain. Because of that, I began to ponder where that glow came from. Because of that, I went out to see if the bush actually glowed in the yard without being brought into the home. Because of that, I noticed that the glow only appeared on certain Saturdays. Because Because of of that, there was, because of that, the glow attracted the strangest creature to come and feed upon the flowers. Until finally, all of the creatures gathered together with the glowing lilac bush. Because and ever since then, there has been a dancing circle on the third Saturday of every month. That now I finally know what the cause of that is. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the mystery of the glowing lilac. <laughs> and that is the rest of the story. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nothing wrong. You know, we could we, we could do a children's book. I think, Sean, you and I. You know what I mean? We really could. Yeah. Yeah. The, if glowing, that, the glowing lilac. If y'all are uh, listeners out there, though, those story prompts, I call it a story spine. It's once upon a time, every day, but one day, 
because of that. And you use a whole lot of because of that because oh, that's okay. the rising action of the story. Because of that. Until finally, which is the climax, and, yeah. and ever since then. I see. And, yeah. ever, and ever since closes it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The denouement. That'll be fun to do with uh, do with my uh, little nieces and nephews. Yeah, you know, yeah, sit in a circle that. and do that. Mm-hmm. See, 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 yeah, it's best to have those little prompts written down on a card because then they can just see that, you know. And yeah, I was just kind of throwing at you. Yeah. I, I meant to have some cards. That's and fine. I forgot. I think we did okay. You did great. Yeah, I love our glowing lilac Go, bush. Glowing lilac story. Bush. Yeah. As a, and you know, obviously we have moon and lilac in that poem. They are kind of in our in my brain, obviously. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a neat idea, too, going back to our poem, that the lilacs bloom will start the day. Mm-hmm. You know, the bloom starts the day. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, and especially if you're feeling, like, depressed or low or something like that, it, it's nice to to feel that there's something that can start your day that can have pleasant, you know, connotations and feelings for you. And I find interesting the fact that some plants strictly are sun followers, and they follow the sun. They open during the morning. Sunflowers will follow the sun. Morning glories will tend to open. Uh, excuse me. Uh, four o'clocks tend to open in the afternoon. Morning glories tend to open er, morning. Mm-hmm. There is a moonflower. Oh yeah, that opens I at love night, those. That opens at night, yeah. and you know it's strictly about bi- it's uh, strictly biological it, to attract pollinators. Mm-hmm. And I realize this as an adult, but as a child, it really fascinated oh, yeah. me that yeah. they, they bloom at night. Mm-hmm. You know, the saguaro cactus opens at night for the bats. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. That you know. evening, primrose. evening I used, primrose. I used to have that on two sides of my path leading up to my house, um, which would just real pale pink, mm-hmm. and they would open up in the evening. And e- they would sort of glow in the, in the They did in sort the of dusk. glow in the dark. And, yeah, and they again, all died out for oh some no. reason. Oh, no. I don't know why. They're native to yeah. this area. I they, probably just tried, tried to take care of them. That's a problem when people try to grow wildflowers. I see. They take too much care. Of right them when you when you and get, when you give them too much attention, they're like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm getting too much attention here. I like living in the ditch. What yeah. are you doing to me? Get yeah. me out of this cultivated garden. Yeah, I noticed that. I do. I notice. think lilacs are a little bit like that too. Are they? Yeah, they I, don't want you to take care of. Them. I did not know Oklahoma could grow. Don't lilacs. quote me on that. I thought lilacs required more of an arid. Climate, because I've not seen many lilacs in Oklahoma, Sean. You got to come out to I do our need house. To come, I do need two to come giant out. bushes I, out there. I did not know that we had them yeah. in New Mexico. Oddly enough, you mm-hmm. know, took a lot of water. I'll make you a new gin drink the next time oh you come gosh. out. I had one the other day at some place in Tulsa. Oh, it was inf- so awesome! Infused with lilac bl- blossom. That sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'll do that. That sounds delicious. When the lilac, when the lilac is blooming, come out the house and why we'll it? And you know what we'll gin call it? Gin lilac drink. And you know what we'll call it? Uh-huh. The glowing lilac. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, On that note, I think I think we're ready to close. Ready to close. Did you have anything else over this this point? Well, I would like the folks listening, all you good folks out there, to bump us up to thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it really helps if you if you all share um, and if you give reviews. We have a few reviews on Spot on Apple, I think, Apple Podcasts. We could re- really use a lot more on there. Just share us on Facebook yeah, and Twitter the word. and Instagram or whatever. I mean, we're not we're not real tech savvy, so I think that's the <laughs> we're charm. Not good of, at as you all can this. tell, that's the charm of it. The spontaneity, you know, is maybe part of the charm that maybe caused us to receive this kind of an honor in my opinion so, yeah, yeah yeah but uh, help us market because we're not good marketeers 
No. I'm not good no. at that. Yeah. Help us spread the word, spread the wealth. <laughs> we appreciate you all. Thank Thanks you guys. very much.